Have you ever wanted a piece of your body to live with you forever? That was probably the last thing on Henrietta's mind as she went to Johns Hopkins Hospital with abnormal pain and bleeding in the abdomen. But that is what happened to Henrietta and a piece of her still lives on today. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our classroom podcast, Flourish and Forth. Today on our podcast, we have a bonus episode, um, and Willa is going to be talking a little bit about Henrietta Lacks. Um, A fun little fact here, when I was in college, I actually had to read the book, um, The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks, and do a little project over it. So um, I know a little bit about her. I think a lot of people don't really know a lot about Henrietta Lacks. Um, so I'm excited for Willa to um, tell us a little bit more about her. So let's go ahead and get started with that. All right, Willa, can you go ahead and tell us a little bit about Henrietta's life? On August 1st, 1920 in Roanoke, Virginia, a baby was born with the name Loretta Pleasant. At some point, this girl will change her name to Henrietta. After her mother died in 1924, she went to live in a log cabin with her grandfather and her cousin David Lax, who she would soon marry and have a family with. Okay, so... um. Of course, just like on our bonus episode yesterday, I am going to give quite a few different um, fun facts about Henrietta, but um, before we do that, we need to know a little bit about um, Henrietta's hardships and kind of what made her so famous because um, her hardships were what made her um, a pretty prominent person. So, Willa, go ahead and tell us what were Henrietta Lacks' um, hardships. Um, her hardships, um, her medical records show Miss Lacks is, began undergoing radium treatments for her cervical cancer. This was the best medical treatment available at the time for this terrible disease. A sample of, yeah, a sample of her cancer cells were retrieved during a biopsy. They were sent to Dr. Gray's lab. Patient. For years, Dr. Gray, a prominent virus and cancer researcher, he had been collecting cells from patients for years, but each sample quickly died in the office lab. What he would soon discover is that Ms. Lacks was unlike any others, unlike any other cells he had seen. Every other cell would die while the Miss Lax cells doubled every 20 to 24 hours. Today, these incredible cells' name are used to study the effects of toxins, drugs, or hormones in her growth of cancer. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and give a couple of fun facts about Henrietta Lacks. So, like Willa said, she was born Loretta Pleasant in Roanoke, Virginia, Um, And in January 1951, she went to John Hopkins Hospital, and this was the only hospital in the Roanoke area that treated African-American patients at that time, Um, and she was experiencing abnormal pain and bleeding in her stomach. Um, Howard Jones discovered a fast-growing cancerous tumor on her cervix, and she was diagnosed with terminal cervical cancer. 
at that time that she was diagnosed with um, an epidermoid carcinoma, but it was later discovered that it was a misdiagnosis and she actually had something called adenocarcinoma. Sorry, I'm kind of butchering that. Her cell samples were sent to Dr. George Otto Gray, a cancer researcher and physician who noticed something unusual. They did not seem to die unlike other cancer cells. Dr. Gray harvested Henrietta's lack, Henrietta Lacks cells without her knowledge or permission in hopes of using them for scientific research. He discovered that her cells, now known as HeLa cells, could not be kept alive, but that they would grow indefinitely, meaning that it was an immortalized cell line. These cells can, under sufficient living conditions, reproduce themselves indefinitely. The HeLa line started to be in high demand and began to be a mass-produced in a cell production factory in 1954, and then mailed to scientists around the world for countless uses for scientific research. Henrietta left behind a husband and five children when she died, but her family didn't know the cell cultures existed until the 70s, more than 20 years after her death. They only found out because researchers were contacting them to find out more about the genetics of the immortal cells that they had been using in research. The case first gained public visibility in 1976 when the Rolling Stone magazine published a detailed account of what happened to her cells and included comments from her husband, and then again when BBC aired an award-winning documentary on Gila in 1998, and then resurfaced in 2010 when the New York Times best-selling book by Rebecca Skloot, The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks, which took 10 years to write, was published. That is the novel that I actually read in college. Members of Henrietta's family originally refused to, re to speak to Rebecca Skloot during the writing of the book. Eventually, Henrietta's daughter, Deborah Lax, faced her fears and grew to become close with Skloot, but passed away shortly before the book was published. John Hopkins issued a statement about its use of HeLa cells nearly 60 years later, stating, It's important to note that at the time the cells were taken from Mrs. Lax's tissue, the practice of obtaining informed consent from cells or tissue donors was essentially unknown among academic medical record centers. For years, it was a big mystery as to why Henrietta's cancer cells replicated so quickly without dying. It wasn't until 2013, according to a study by University of Washington researchers, that a potential answer was revealed. A scrambled HPV genome inserted itself near an oncogen in Henrietta's genome, which activated the sorry, I cannot say this word very well, oncogene, and caused the rapid replication of HeLa cells in Henrietta's body. Her eldest son, Lawrence Lax, has sought compensation for the unauthorized use of his mother's cells and has accused HBO, Oprah, and Sklute for profiting from his mother's legacy without giving back to his family. According to an interview, Rebecca Skloot started the Henrietta Lacks Foundation in 2010 with the mission of, quote, helping individuals who have made important contributions to scientific research without personally benefiting from those contributions, particularly those used in research without their knowledge or consent, as well as to help the Lacks family. HeLa cells have brought us the polio vaccine, chemotherapy treatment, in vitro fertilization, gene mapping, and much more. And according to Andrew Addy, Assistant Professor of Molecular and Medical Genetics at Oregon Health and Science University, 
Quote, the number of lives saved by research that utilize HeLa is most likely in the millions. All right, so we have um, obviously learned a lot about Henrietta Lacks over the course of the last three minutes that you've been listening. So Willa is going to tell us why she believes Henrietta Lacks is a hero. Henrietta Lacks is my hero because she was brave enough to let the doctor take herself um, because instead of thinking about herself she and saying no, she doesn't want the doctor to take her cells. But she thought about the world about the world and other people. Her cells are still keeping people alive and are still living on today and that's why she's my hero. Okay, thank you, Willa, for coming on to the podcast and talking to um, our listeners about Henrietta Lacks and why she's your hero. Um, I was actually really surprised whenever you decided to write about Henrietta Lacks because I didn't really think that a lot of people knew about her. Um, the only reason I knew about her was because I read that novel in college about um, her little her situation she experienced in her life. So um, that's pretty cool that you have decided to study a little bit more about her. So thank you for that. Um, next time on our podcast, we have a couple more bonus episodes um, coming up about different African-American heroes. And our um, students are going to uh, come on the podcast and discuss why they're their heroes, just like uh, Willa did and Abby did previously. So um, until then, I'm Miss Tanksley. I'm Willa. Keep I'm on, on learning. learning.